0: Ever since the Phillies cut Andrew McCutcheon loose a couple days ago, a lot of talk about him potentially coming back to Pittsburgh. One of the factors that gets cited a lot in these discussions and debates is selling tickets. He'd sell tickets. He'd bring people to PNC Park. Really? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. What constitutes selling tickets in Major League Baseball is different than in other sports. It's also... By far, the most misunderstood. When people see, for example, that the stadium is, I don't know, maybe a little bit more filled than usual, they'll point to a winning streak or something that happened the night before. Or even, I hear this one a lot, the weather. Like, it's a beautiful night. And either where is everybody or this is why everybody came out. As if the weather has an impact. It doesn't. None of that does. I'm not telling you this myself. I'm sharing this with you based on years of speaking with sports executives at the highest level, whose business it is to know these things and to put them into practice. The most misunderstood, to use that term again, concept in all of sports attendance is game day walk-ups, game day sales. These things hardly exist. If you have a game day sale, meaning from Sunrise to first pitch that exceeds 1,000. It is considered to be extraordinary. If you see lines at the ticket windows on the day that the team is playing, it is considered to be extraordinary. It does not happen. I'm not talking about the Pirates here. I'm not even just talking about baseball. Game day sales are very, very rare. The reason I think that we talk about them a lot is that we will remember, and I remember myself, my dad was real big on this sort of thing, actually, just having that spontaneous moment where we say, hey, I know, let's go to the ball game," And then we just pile into the car and, you know, walk up to the window, and it's that much more exciting. And when we do it it's memorable it doesn't mean that it's common it's just not the overwhelming majority and i'm talking 99 point whatever percent of ticket sales are season tickets group advance sales when a team has a winning streak or a losing streak the impact isn't felt and I've been told this by so many people for two or three weeks because they'll get excited about how the team is playing and they'll say, hey, let's look at the next available date on our calendar. Oh, here's one, and then they circle that, and it's two or three weeks away. And by that time, the winning streak could have turned into a losing streak and we'll all be puzzled as to why all these people are here. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) What's this have to do with Kutch? Plain and simple, what people think sells tickets is not what sells tickets. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by North Shore Tavern, home of Steak on a Stone, home of one of the city's best sports bar environments between NST and Mike's Beer Bar right next door, their companion ventures. In addition to the great menus, the unbelievable selection of craft beers that are available in both establishments, you get some of the nicest people. And we're lucky to have gotten to know them. Head on down to North Shore Tavern. Yes, they're open. Of course they're open year-round. It's not a baseball thing. Directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. What actually sells tickets? Well, I'm not going to overthink this one, and I'm, again, going to lean on years of having to speak with these executives as part of my job. It's winning. That's it. That's it. That's what does it. If Andrew McCutcheon were to come to Pittsburgh and assist in the process of winning, and there were to be some confidence in that regard. Look at his season that he just had in Philadelphia, 27 homers, 80 RBIs. Yeah, it was a two hundred twenty-two batting average, but all that stuff is in the past, and he had a three hundred thirty-four on base percentage because of 80 walks, so he's still a productive player, and he probably will still be one At age 35, maybe into age 36, depending on how he's utilized and how he's protected, and if he can get back to hitting right-handed pitching the way he used to. What will that mean for tickets? Well, you'll have people say that they'll feel better about the pirates or nutting or whatever else because they brought back Koch. Yay, they righted a wrong as if that was a wrong. All the trade got was Brian Reynolds. But it would come with that feel. it would be with that vibe and maybe you would legitimately have some people say, uh, okay, maybe nutting isn't, you know, the ultimate uh, cartoon villain in all of professional sports, if not society, and I'm going to at least throw him a mulligan because they brought back Kutch, and I love Kutch, and there's that. How much of an impact is that at the gate? Being real here now. Being real. Not listening to Bill from Blonox on the radio. Being real. It's not much. But, but... Let's say the Pirates get off to a good start in April. And don't laugh because in their 101-loss season they had just now, they actually had a pretty fun April, if you'll recall. Game over five hundred when they beat the Kansas City Royals, who came here at the time with the best record in the majors, 12 and 11 and they had a bunch of dramatic comebacks remember and there were people saying at the time and you know who you are if you were one of them oh i'm i'm really starting to like this team hey what if everybody was wrong whatever and you get a little bit wound up and the buzz flips almost instantly from this team is going to be a complete catastrophe to hey this could be fun It wasn't realistic. I I knew it wasn't realistic. I'm sure you and everybody else who would have thought that way at the time, who got a little excited, knew it wasn't realistic. But we fall for it every single time. And I'm saying that in a positive sense, not in a critical way. Because ultimately, we want our favorite team, whichever team that might be, to win. We want it to be true. When we see something good, we want to believe in it. That sells tickets. That's it. That's it. Yes, it's a beautiful ballpark. Yes, it's a great experience. Um, and all that other sappy stuff, and in particular, sappy stuff that applies to Pittsburgh. PNC Park is a great place to see a sporting event. Downtown Pittsburgh is a beautiful place to be, to look at. But winning is what sells the tickets. Winning is what does it. So, whatever conversation you care to have regarding Kutch, whichever side of the fence you happen to be on, and I have seen, heard, and read all of them over the last 48 hours, just make sure that it's understood that the only way kutch sells tickets in pittsburgh is if the pirates win and he has something to do with it that is it my friends that is the beginning and the end of that slice of this story when we come back just one question Just one question, and that comes today from J.D., who asks, talking about prospects on your Thursday podcast, and it seems like Miguel Yajure had dropped off the radar. My memory says there was real excitement about him in that trade, and now there's no mention at all? Did I miss a major injury? Did he stink out the joint in Indy? J.D., you have come to the wrong place if you're anticipating that there won't be love for Miguel Yahure. I am Team Yahure all the way and have been that from the day I saw his first live BP session at Pirate City in Bradenton last year. The guy has the best off-speed stuff at any level of the system. He's a pitcher more than a thrower. I love guys like this, even when they don't have Major League velocity. Remember Dario Agrizal? This guy was like was my dude when he was with the Pirates. Couldn't couldn't put a fastball past even a number eight hitter in a lineup, but had everything else going on and didn't sweat and was just dropping his hooks in and his sliders and pitching in the dirt when he felt comfortable doing that or that he needed to. Loved watching him. Loved watching him. Told him that. Told him that. He didn't even know a whole lot of English, but he he knew what I was talking about. This is my kind of pitcher. I will never, never apologize for that. So Yohure very much fits that category. Yohure, to me didn't belong on the list that I was coming up with yesterday as to which prospects will make the Pirates. That was the question in 2022, because I don't see Yahure that way. To me, Yahure would have been in Pittsburgh all year long if he hadn't gotten hurt. And that answers your second part of the question, which is, did I miss a major injury? Yuhure was shut down because of an elbow issue. They let him just gradually, slowly, Come back, but surely come back. And they were fortunate, and so was he, that it didn't require a surgical procedure. He was able to come back and pitch in the majors. People in baseball will tell you that there's such value to that. I was mentioning it uh, yesterday in regards to Ruanzi Contreras pitching in the Arizona Fall League. Actually, that was a couple days ago on this show. Where it means so much to the pitcher to finish the season off the shelf rather than on it, because then they don't have to enter the following season or their winter workouts or anything like that with any kind of doubts in their minds. This is one of the reasons they were so stubborn about shoving J.T. Brubaker out there again and again and again, even though he just kept giving up home runs and home runs and home runs because they needed to get him stretched out. They needed to get him confident that the issues that he had in 2019 weren't going to be carrying over. There's value to this. They will all tell you they want to finish the season on the mound. Well, Yahure did that. He came up to Pittsburgh, and he got hit. He got hit. Remember? In September when he came up. And he openly acknowledged afterward he didn't have anywhere near his best stuff. But he was happy to finish the season on the mound. Now you go into 2022 clean. You go to Bradenton with a, I would think, a very realistic chance to make this rotation. I'd think it would be a disappointment if he doesn't. And you just pitch as if there never was an injury. It's a completely clean slate. So, no, he did not fall off of my radar, J.D., but, boy, am I glad you brought it up so that I could straighten that out. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Let's do another one on Monday.